Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Congratulations, true crime addicts. We've survived another week. It's Friday, November 11th, 2022. And this week, we've got a strange story of true crime out of Disney World. You're not going to want to miss. Um some good things in the Jean Benet Ramsey case? Question mark? Why does everything sound like a question? And uh, John Lennon's killer, still crazy after all these years. Stay tuned. Yes. Super excited. <laughs> we are all pumped to have James Renner. James Renner. That James Renner has zeroed in. James Renner once again drops a bombshell. Investigative journalist reporter James Renner, who's been on the podcast a long time, friend of mine. By a local writer, James Renner. James Renner. James Renner. And here are the top true crime stories of the past week brought to you by me, James Renner. You know, it's my job to go out there and gather all the true crime stories that you have not heard about yet, that you will hear about in the near future, that will become Netflix stories and headlines and books. You're going to hear it here first, and you're, you're going to thank me for it. You're welcome. Uh, right off the top of the bat, really weird story. Um, sometimes in life, right? something so bizarre happens that if you were to put it in a movie, nobody would believe it. You can't write fiction that is this crazy. And such as this case, which deals with the recent arrest of one Kayshawn Burton. This came to light in a article in the Washington Post that uh, was published this Monday. Let's start at the beginning though. Let's go backwards. Remember those Paycheck Protection Program loans, the PPP loans that everybody was wild about at the beginning of COVID, if you had a small business, that is? Well, the government handed these out in, in hundreds of millions of dollars, and federal prosecutors allege that a New York man, this is Kayshawn Burton, filed a couple of applications for loans for businesses that never existed. Now, of course, this happened all over the country. He's one of many, many people who took advantage of the situation to commit fraud and steal a bunch of money from taxpayers. They say Kayshawn stole around $150,000. Well, so the feds were trying to track down this money. They were putting a case together, and it took a while. It took a lot of time. Not, you know, partly to blame was COVID itself, which was delaying everything. Well, anyways... It was actually a United States postal inspector who was in charge of the investigation, and his name is Jeff Andre. Now, Andre signed a criminal complaint against Kayshawn Burton in November 2021, about a year ago. And when they went to arrest him, they found out that uh, Burton had skipped town. 
and his mother said he had no intention of turning himself in. He was just going to hide out and hope that the law never caught up to him. Does that ever work out? Andre, for his part, he was still stewing on this for like a year. This guy got away. And he decided to take a vacation to Disney World in Florida. While he was walking through the animal kingdom, he spotted a familiar face. That's right. It was Burton. Even criminals go on vacations. Now, at first, you know, Andre had to be like, you know, this can't be. This, I'm just thinking that this guy that looks vaguely familiar to Kayshawn must be him. You know, the job's on his mind, right? He, certainly it couldn't be him. Too much of a coincidence. So he got a little closer because, you know, he knew that Burton had a very distinctive tattoo on his neck, this cursive H. Sure enough, the guy at the Animal Kingdom had that same tattoo. So he went and got security. He alerted the sheriff's department. And Burton was arrested as he was leaving the park. Burton has since been transferred to a federal prison in New York where he will await trial. He's facing a mandatory minimum of at least two years in prison. What a wild story. I mean, if you ask me, the whole thing just seems a little goofy. <clears throat> it's, just, it's this thing... This is goofy. Okay, moving on. Now, we started with a kind of a fun story. This one, this next story, not so fun. If you follow true crime, you've heard of the YouTube group known as Adventures with Purpose. These are the folks that go diving into rivers to find missing people and their vehicles. It started out in Portland a few years ago. They were doing this like environmental thing, like a lot of people in Portland, uh, you know, environment was a big deal to them. But when they would do these dives to clean up the rivers, they started finding human remains and cars. And they decided, well, you know, look, we're good at this. Let's keep, keep this up. So they started to look for missing persons cases that involved also a missing vehicle, thinking that the most likely explanation is they ended up in a body of water. And that's why nobody had found the vehicles or the people. And they had a lot of success with this. Most recently... They were the group that found the body of missing California teenager Kylie Rodney, still trapped in her car. Now, according to People.com, the founder of Adventures with Pur Purpose, Jared Lysick, is due in court November 30th to face charges of rape. Lysick is accused of raping a nine-year-old in 1992 when he was just 17 years old. Now, in Oregon, Juveniles can be charged as an adult after the age 15 if the crime is serious enough, like this one is. Um, People.com spoke to Doug Bishop, the lead diver of the group, who said that the allegations were shocked to all involved. He said, quote, What allegedly happened 30 years ago should not take away from the amazing work the team has done in the world over the past two years. That's certainly true. They did a lot of, a lot of good, and hopefully they will continue to do more good. Um, so I hope they continue their work. Final top story this week, JonBenet Ramsey in the news. And this was kind of low-key because of the elections and the midterms. It went unnoticed by a lot of people. Here's what happened. Um, it is official, according to Fox News. Boulder police will use new DNA techniques to try to identify the killer of JonBenet Ramsey. Boulder police have been, you know, dragging their feet with this DNA technology, genetic genealogy. they that very possibly could solve this case. Uh, I'm sure you're familiar with this. This is probably the most popular cold case at the moment. 
Six-year-old John Benet Ramsey was reported missing by her mother on the day after Christmas. The family had discovered a bizarre ransom note in the house demanding $118,000 for her return. But then later that day, Jean Benet's body was discovered in their basement. She had been strangled and hit on the head. The parents were put through hell for years, the, the subject of a lot of suspicion uh, in the news and, and out of the news. Could you imagine if that crime were to happen today with the internet and the message boards the way they are? Uh, her brother, Burke, is still a target of obsessive online sleuths. So Boulder Police will partner with private DNA labs and experts from the Colorado Cold Case Review Team. It seems that they were finally pressured into actually doing their job. Uh, this DNA that they have came from its touch DNA that was found on John Benet's long johns and also from two drops of blood found on her clothing. John John Andrew Ramsey, this is John Benet's older brother. I didn't even know she had an older brother. I thought there was just Burke. Uh, who, well, I guess he was a little older too, but um, John Ramsey, her older brother, was 23 years old at the time of her murder. He's become very vocal on Twitter lately, by the way. You should follow him on there. Last week, he lit into Rabia Chowdhury, who had kind of, I think, mentioned that she might cover the case. And I think his tweet was like literally, quote, I dare you. So he's become much more vocal. Uh, follow him on Twitter. And... Good luck. Hopefully, I mean, could you imagine if they solved the Jean Benet Ramsey case with, with genetic genealogy? What a huge win that would be. And, and who would it be? I bet, it, you know, somebody that's not even on their radar, probably. So there you go. Those are the top stories. Uh, we've got lots more to come, though. There are quite a lot of cold case updates here. I got to tell you what's going on with Casey Anthony. And um, so stay tuned. I'll be back in two and two. 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And we're back with Head of the Class, starring Howard Hessman. Do you remember that crazy guy? Hey, uh, I want to tell you a little bit more about Magic Mind. Uh, I'm all about this these days. It comes in a little, a little shot bottle, just like this, uh, full of green magic. Uh, and it's full of nootropics and adaptogens, like lion's mane and cordyceps mushrooms. I've taken to drinking this before I do the show. I get myself a little coffee now. Um, but before I drink the coffee, I drink the Magic Mind, and it, it, it does wonders, I think, um, for mental clarity and just being on top of your game here. Um, you know, before the show, you know, if you listen to the show at the beginning like a year ago, and in the months after that, uh, I would get lit before I'd do the show. I would drink, uh, you know, booze, and um, you can kind of hear it in my voice back then. But since I switched, I got, you know, I've been sober Sally since April, um, and this magic mind gives me the energy boost and just that, that good feeling that I was looking for. Um, so uh, I'm doing much better with, with all that. Magic mind helps. Um, I, would, uh, I, I would suggest you, you check it out, see what it does for you. Um, if, you do, if you do try it, drop me a line, tell me how it works for you. If you're interested in diving into the mushroom revolution, give it a try. Let me know how it works. You can order your Magic Mind drinks at magicmind.co, magicmind.co, backslash Crime Week. Use my discount code CRIMEWEEK20 for a 20% discount on a single purchase or 40% off your subscription. Give it a try. Cold case updates for you. David Mark Chapman. Remember him? You should. He's the guy that shot John Lennon uh, on December 8th, 1980. He goes in front of a parole board to explain why he murdered John Len Lennon every two years, like clockwork. He goes up, tells a story. It's like that scene at the beginning of Shawshank Redemption. You know, he, he <laughs> in front of that parole board and they always stamp it, you know, denied, denied. Uh, and, and, and for very good reason. Anyways, uh, after that, he'll, he'll return to his room at Greenhaven Correctional in New York. His latest hearing was just this past August, and Rolling Stone this week took a look at his statement to the parole board. They were able to get it through a Freedom of Information Act. And uh, you know, during his latest appearance in front of the parole board, David Mark Chapman said, you know, look, I, I heard a lot of people all over the place, and if somebody wants to hate me, that's okay. I get it. He's taken responsibility for his actions, but 
here's the thing, and here's why the parole board keeps denying him. They put it in writing this time. Um, because of his selfish disregard for human life of global consequence. He didn't just kill a random person. He murdered John Lennon. And, you know, who knows what he would have done next. That murder reverberated around the world. Um, and the parole board went on to say, the world's still recovering from the void of which you created. Ouch. So he's not getting out anytime soon. In other news, remember uh, Virginia Jufre. Jufre. Um, she was, you would have recognized her in that photo, I bet. She brought down Jeffrey Epstein and nearly brought down Prince Andrew. But this week she recanted another allegation against a different famous man. Now, Jufre, like I said, was in that photo. The photo I'm talking about was one with Prince Andrew, where he's got his arm, you know, he's 41, by the way, and she's 17, and he's holding her around the waist like he's at some, like, Kappa Psi kager, you know, on a Friday night. Um, she alleged, this is Jufre, that she was trafficked by Epstein to Alan Dershowitz, a friend of Epstein's, now, Dershowitz, you might have heard that name before. He's a pretty prominent lawyer, and he's known for defending Harvey Weinstein and Donald Trump. So, you know, if you're at the bottom of the barrel and can't find anybody else to work for you, Dershowitz would take the case. Anyway, on Tuesday this week, Jufre dropped her lawsuit against Dershowitz, and now she says she may have been mistaken that it was him that actually assaulted her. This is according to Forbes. At the same time, Dershowitz also dropped his countersuit against Jufre. Now, Jufre um, also says she may have made a, a, a mistake here. Dershowitz, in his own statement, was congenial, which is weird in this situation. He had nothing at all bad to say about Jufre. Now, whether Dershowitz is truly innocent or not, this smells a little bit, doesn't it? Like something went on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Uh, and they came to some sort of amicable uh, agreement. You know, I would bet some money on the fact that those statements were written um, in conjunction with each other. So, I mean, that's kind of a duh. But so I wonder if we'll ever hear the full story that happened behind the scenes there. Anyways, Dershowitz is off the hook. Las Vegas police this week announced the arrest of Paul Nuttall for the 1980 cold case murder of Sandra De Felice. This is according to CBS News. I love it when they solve these old cold cases. And they, you know, these, these are cases they get older every week. You got 40-year-old cases, 50-year-old cases. You know, and we're doing great business. This, this, this is the age of... Um, the end of cold cases, I think. De Felice was 25 years old back in 1980, this, and she was murdered the night after Christmas. Police found her dead in an east side home. She'd been sexually assaulted. DNA found under her fingerprints led police to Nuttall, who knew the woman's roommate back then. He's now 64 years old, uh, living, and he's lived all that life with the shadow over him. And as you can see by the picture, uh, it didn't do him much good. <laughs> I mean, that, you know, it had some sort of effect. If you were to put him in a room, I'd probably guess he killed somebody. So he's in prison now. <laughs> hey, uh, 
remember that spy couple I mentioned a couple weeks ago? Jonathan and Diana Toby were their names. This is the couple that were selling secrets to Brazil. When I say secrets, I mean secrets of nuclear-class submarines that the United States had. Jonathan was working in some capacity with these, these submarines, and, and then he would take that information, and he and his wife would uh, put together these dead drops. In one case, he put the information on a flash drive and put it in a peanut butter sandwich. And then that was going to be picked up by Brazilian spies. Also, like, who sells their secrets to Brazil? You know, like, how many people did you go to before you ended with Brazil? Uh, <clears throat> do they have a Navy? I imagine they do. But, like, we're never... I don't know. The whole thing's weird. Um, <clears throat> anyways, I had mentioned a couple weeks ago that that uh, Jonathan and Diana Toby had made a sweetheart deal with prosecutors for a reduced sentence in essentially espionage and, uh, and, and, and being, being traitors, right? And <clears throat> the judge on that case saw the plea deal and she was like, oh, this is bullshit, not on my watch, and she threw it out. And they had to go back and do the whole thing again. Well, this week, that same judge handed down the real sentence and oh boy, it was a bit different. Originally, Diana, was only going to serve three years in prison. But this judge uh, sentenced her again, sent her to prison for 21 years. Imagine you've gone through all this and you think, well, three years, I can handle three years. I'll be out in three years. You know, the, the, the last season of Stranger Things will have come out. At least I'll get to see that. But then, like, now you're facing, now you're in for 21 years. What that has to do to a person. Uh, the judge defending her change said, quote, it was probably Mrs. Toby that was driving the bus, meaning she was the one in charge of the, situ the, the, you know, the operation. So, wow. Um, this, this also reminds me, not to jump back into the Maura Murray case of all things, but um, Bill Roush, Maura Murray's boyfriend at the time of her disappearance, is scheduled to go to court that, uh, November 30th to be sentenced for He's pleaded guilty to um, uh, sexual assault, which has been reduced down. I, l let me fix that. He wasn't. He didn't plead guilty to that. He pleaded guilty to a reduced charge of uh, assault, misdemeanor assault. So he went from felony sexual assault down to misdemeanor simple assault. <coughs> and the prosecutors went to the judge and said, hey, we worked out this plea deal. And probably he'd, he'd just end up with probation. And the judge looked at that and she had some questions. And so she shut that down and had, had them go back and, and test him to see what his likelihood of recidivism might be. So that's about to come to an end. So we'll see, like, does it, will his case go from misdemeanor, simple assault to something larger, just like this case? Uh, I don't know, but that's, you know, I haven't heard of many cases where the judge takes a look at that plea deal and says, no, 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 no. Not so fast. Um, so we'll see. Uh, into pop culture, Casey Anthony is finally going to talk, according to Today.com. Later this month, NBC will premiere a new documentary about Casey Anthony and the death of her daughter, Kaylee Anthony. This will be on Peacock. Casey will speak on camera and share personal archives and behind-the-scenes footage. The docuseries will be titled Hot Mess. Not really. It's called uh, Casey Anthony, Where the Truth Lies. So 
don't tune in for that. Uh, and here's the part of the show where I usually promote a book from my bookshelf. I'll take it, you know, I've got all sorts of true crime books people send me over the years. Uh, and I like to showcase one every week. But this, this one's so new, I don't have it on the bookcase, but I want to tell you about it. It just came out this week. And I think you should read it. So anyways, earlier this year, I, was, uh, I had the pleasure of being invited to the Pacific Northwest True Crime Fest. And I was on a panel talking about true crime writing with the author Greg Olson and uh, a woman named Ann Bremner, who I'm sure if you're into true crime, you've seen her on some of these, these shows before. Uh, Ann Bremner was a deputy prosecuting attorney in King County, specializing in sex crimes. She defended police departments against liability for damages and the fallout from the Mary Kay Letourneau case. Remember that one? She developed a really close friendship with Letourneau after that, by the way. This is that teacher. Letourneau was that teacher who got famous after she was charged with uh, raping her 12-year-old student. And she was in prison for that crime from 1998 to 2004. As soon as she got out, by the way, she married that student in 2005. Uh, Bremner also repped Ann Rule in, in a case. And she was part of a group that held fundraisers for Amanda Knox's defense and helped turn the media focus from, you know, the whole Foxy Noxy thing to like, oh, my God, there's an innocent young woman in Italian prison. So she had a lot to do with that. Anne Bremner and, and her brother, Doug Bremner, have written this book, Justice in the Age of Judgment. Justice in the Age of Judgment just came out this week. And uh, here's what it's about. It's a critical examination of the role of the media and public admit, amidst some of the most publicized murder trials in recent history. And this is like really big uh, right now on social media. Everybody talking about what, what role should the media play in these, these cases. Well, this is what the book's about. While Bremner uses the tumultuous trial of Amanda Knox, a young American falsely convicted of murdering her roommate in Italy, as a segue for covering the effects of the media on other well-known documented trials involving the likes of O.J. Simpson, Casey Anthony, Susan Cox Powell, and Ahmed Aubrey, her primary focus is the imperfections of the American judicial system. Check that out, Justice in the Age of Judgment. And that's the show for this week. That felt jam-packed, right? Like, boom, boom, boom. One story after another. How crazy can it get? And we didn't even talk about the midterms, man. What, what a crime that was. Um, so, <laughs> uh, and here we are. It's the weekend, which is always cause to celebrate, especially if we've made it here alive. And in the words of the incomparable Murray Saul, the godfather of Cleveland media, we got to, 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 got to. Get down, damn it. True Crime This Week is a fearful symmetry production. Photo and artwork are licensed through Shutterstock. If you like the cut of my jib, I have another podcast you might enjoy called The Philosophy of Crime, in which I attempt to solve the big questions behind our true crime obsession by looking to philosophy for answers. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Sit, Brownie, sit. Good dog. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.